Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Guys, this is a wild story because I'm actually with Abby and... The thing is, Abby and I decided to do this like yesterday. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello. I saw on my stories that um, she was on the Gold Coast and I was like, oh my God, you have to, like, we have to catch up. And then I accidentally was like, I had to cancel on her because I had some personal things going on, but that's okay. And then I was like, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing? Why don't I just have you on the podcast? Like, oh my gosh. Hi, Abby. How are you? Hello. I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. This is so weird I was just saying to Angel that I've got a podcast myself and it's so weird to like be on the other end like mm. being interviewed so yes there's a first time for everything there and I'm glad it's with you I'm glad it's here thank you thank you she is sitting in my garage um there is a Christmas tree in the background it's just serving vibes to be yeah, honest yeah it's just like every if you can imagine every Australian just like bogan garage and that this is, is it. this yeah, yeah there's a playstation there's um what are those Mexican hats called <laughs> Yeah, sombrero. We've got three sombreros here because, you know, that's just... Why the fuck not? That's (laughs) That's what I'm asking. It's like, why the fuck not? (laughs) Why don't you have a sombrero in your garage? (laughs) Yeah, you're doing something wrong. Anyway, um, okay, so I'm here with Abby, aka A Tetley Coaching. You are just a personal trainer, not just, sorry, you're a personal trainer, a mindset mentor, you're just 
an incredible human being oh, based you. in Melbourne, yes. living your best life, like in-person coaching, online coaching, hybrid coaching. Yes, absolutely. She's just winning. <laughs> Are you just loving life at the moment? Doing all the things. Yeah, absolutely. This holiday has been fabulous. It's been like a great reflection time for me just in terms of like my routine, my business, all the things. So like using holidays as a time to like, ref- like reflect and refresh rather than like, oh, I get to like you know stop my routine and just like relax and fall off the wagon like you can actually use it to like refine refresh and then like come back stronger which is really cool so I've been loving that um yeah I do a lot of like group fitness classes um as well as like my one-to-ones um and then there's like online group challenges online one-to-one coaching so yeah I'm doing a lot but it's yeah it's super super fun it's everything you enjoy yeah everything Mm -hmm. I enjoy I just had a call right before this um with my 12-week challenge girls and it was all about mindset today and it was just like it went for an hour and a half it was supposed to go for an hour and I was like girls do you have anywhere to be and they're like no but like we want dinner and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'll let you go but it was like they were like this is the best call we've ever had and it was just so cool because it was like this is really what I want to be speaking to like the mindset side of stuff is so important and I feel like you really know that as well like Mm. you know um so yeah it was really cool that they got so much out of it as well because it's just yeah I love talking about it and I can Mm. talk about it Well, we will be getting a teaser of that today. Obviously, we can't spill all the beans, but we will getting a you will get a bit of a teaser into some of the mindset work that Abby's been doing. She has invested shitloads of money, shitloads of time, shitloads of energy into building herself as a human being, but also as a business and as a mentor and as a coach and all of those types of aspects. And lucky for you, you don't have to spend a fucking dime to get inside of her mind. So that is very, very exciting. They're very lucky, very blessed. And I really wanted the focus to be for today about how you've been able to create this life yourself that is so focused on the long-term sustainable parts of fitness. And if you've been a long-term listener, you'll know that I fucking harp on this shit all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stick it down your throats again today. And that is that this journey is a forever thing. The person you're building is you. And you're fucking stuck with you for the rest of your life. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think like the reason why I am so like the reason why I hone in so much on like sustainability and like long-term healthy habits is because I was that person that was like, I want a quick fix. Like I want to lose weight fast. Like two years ago, I was that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I feel like I tried like fucking everything under the sun and like nothing worked until I started looking at those daily habits, like those things that you like those one percenters like they compound and add up to like the big picture so it's like when you actually focus on those and doing it daily like whether it's every single day three times a week whatever but being super consistent on those things then it compounds and like you'll get a result over time so So tell me about let's take a back step to that person you mentioned from two years ago even further i see you now you're sitting here if you guys don't know she's sitting here in a fucking like green blue gorgeous set looking like a fucking queen with her matching water bottle. I was like, sis, are you serious right now? Like, who the fuck do you think you are? I'm all about it. Um, But that person isn't the person that was there two years ago or before. So what do I need to know about this person? Like, who, what did you experience, whether it's in the gym or before you even got to the gym, about who you are? Yeah, oh my God, okay, well, I was actually, like, reflecting on this today, and I saw you reflect on yourself from, like, 2020 on your stories too, and it's such a weird thing to do, because, like, time can just go by, and you can kind of forget, like, where you came from, I guess, like, that might sound like... (laughs) The hood. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it can be so easy to just, like, bypass how much work you've done, so... Um, I'll go back a little bit. I did gymnastics, competitive gymnastics for like 10 years. So I've been like quite active and stuff like my whole life. 
Um, and you're obviously in gymnastics, you're wearing like, you know, tiny clothes and stuff like that. So like bodies were kind of just like in your faces and it was always a little bit of pressure, I guess, to look a certain way. Not necessarily pressure from the coaches. Like I was in quite a good club where that wasn't like, you know, really enforced. Like you didn't have to be really little, but you just see everyone's bodies and you see your own body all the time. So you just like, you've got an idea in your head that you have to look a certain way. It's like an in-person Instagram reel yeah literally yeah yeah literally and it's just yeah it's just in your face all the time so yeah I just wanted to give that context because it's kind of like affected the way I think as I as I got older um COVID was the year where I was doing year 12 so and that was just like a big year for me like emotionally mentally whatever as it like was for everyone um so at that time obviously gymnastics had like closed down and stuff like that and in my like late teenage years like I would say like 16 to 18 like I was just so unhappy like binge drinking every weekend like eating shit like I was just so self-destructive and you know didn't really care about anyone else or myself yeah um so when it got to 2020 and we were locked down and I got to like take a hard look at myself I was like who the fuck is this person like literally didn't recognize myself and like some people say like they hit an all-time low and that's when like the change kind of happens and personally that's what it was like for me Um, But I do want to mention it doesn't have to get like that either. Like you don't have to dig yourself so far down to the point where you're like, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing? Like I have to change something. Like you can make that decision to change now. I just wanted to like add that in there too. No, that is important. And I think Mm. that people think they have to, because personally I did hit that. I hit the fucking ground before I could spring back up. You know what I mean? Like apparently someone put a trampoline in the the well that I was in (laughs) and and I helped, you know, maybe I crawled up. But you don't have to. And I think that's funny because we think that we have to, and I'm going to use like horrible terminology. We think we have to be like a million kilos before we have to lose weight. Yeah. We think we have to be super skinny before we gain weight. And we think we have to be all these all or nothings. Whereas like, you know, I've recently put on like five to seven kilos. Haven't really been tracking it too much, but that's kind of the gist. Also, sorry if numbers trigger you. We will, Abby and I are very open about numbers. Um, so just heads up I'll probably put that in the start of this as well but the thing is I wasn't in a place where I needed to gain weight or I wasn't you know super tiny so yeah it's interesting that you say that I think Mm. that's really really important and really profound and actually it's so simple (laughs) I know right I feel like so many things like like that they're so simple but like when you actually think about it and then apply it you're like oh wow Mm. like it can be the difference can be so profound and um yeah the all or nothing mindset is something that I was like really strongly embodied in like I was like you know I think it comes from a gymnastics background a little bit as well like you're literally trying to be perfect like you're trying to do perfect routine 10 out of 10 all (laughs) things literally like that's what you're aiming for so then yeah when it came to everything else whether it was school whether it was the way I looked like I just like wanted to be perfect and um I'll kind of get into that like a little bit after but yeah the all or nothing mindset can be something that can really like limit you and hold you back because you're like if I'm not doing something perfectly then like fuck it I can't do it at all yeah sort of thing so I'm running a masterclass on that very soon because it's something that is like super super important just to like Mm. talk about and yeah I think so many people are still in that mindset too Mm. so um when it came to my fitness journey so we're like in 2020 I was having a good hard look at myself and I was like who is this who is this girl and I wasn't super overweight but I was overweight for my body type and what I had been used to like coming from being so active and things like that so I started working out I started trying to get my nutrition on track but I don't want to make it sound that easy either like it was a lot of trial and error like especially with eating um and through COVID like I feel like a lot of people could relate to this like 
the pantry was like fucking two steps away. Yeah. So it's like emotional eating and like binging and all the things was fucking real. Um, and I will be talking about like a little bit of disordered eating. So if anyone's triggered by that, maybe just skip over the next like two minutes. Um, but because I was like binging so much and using that as a coping mechanism, the shame and the guilt was so strong that like I ended up just like purging it out or like exercising to try to burn those calories. So it was so toxic and so just like obviously unhealthy and just it also like as a side note didn't help me see any results at all like nothing changed it just made me feel shitter about myself so I kind of went through all that and I was like how the hell am I supposed to actually make a change like I've tried everything and then I started looking at those one percenters I started looking at am I moving every day Am I listening to my body eating when I'm hungry, stopping when I'm, when I'm full? Am I actually listening to like what food my body needs, not wants? Cause sometimes we can crave chocolate or we can crave like salty food or whatever, but it's like, is that actually going to make me feel good? Is it going to make me feel energized? And it's not from a place of like, is this healthy? Is this the lowest calorie option? Like none of that bullshit. It's like, is this actually going to make me feel yeah energized, feel good in myself? Mm. And is it going to allow me to like you know, show up the best for myself today. And I think an important point with that is sometimes it is chocolate. Yeah. Like, not all the time. Yeah, not no. all the time. And yeah, I totally you. will say, like, I don't want to be out here saying, like, girls, eat chocolate all the time. Like, that's all you should eat. But, like, I totally have a caramel every day. Like, yeah. totally full. And full. then it comes back to that all or nothing mindset as well in that because if you're restricting yourself so much or you feel guilty for eating the chocolate, once you eat one piece, you're like, I'm going to eat the whole block now. Yeah. And that was, like, that was where I was at. But then if you realize like it's actually okay to have two, four, five, six mm. pieces and you don't have to have the whole block because yeah. guess what? If you want more chocolate tomorrow, you can fucking have more chocolate yeah. tomorrow. Like you don't have to go back to, oh my God, I've eaten this whole block of chocolate. Now I have to eat salads and yeah. fucking air for, yeah, literally. for the next week. Literally. Like, you know what I mean? And a tangible thing that you girls can do is because I'm fucking, I do love chocolate. So I've just been full triggered. <laughs> so I fucking love chocolate so much. Um, I don't know what like gene like, I have. I'm like stop. salivating. Anyway, sorry. I <laughs> cannot buy the full block. Like I have to just buy snack. And that's working sizes. smarter, not harder, right? Yeah, literally. Mm. So like, I know if I have a full block, like that's not going to be there tomorrow. And that's full acceptance. Like I have no discipline and that's okay. But to like, set myself up for success I'll just buy like a big caramello and then I have that and then I'm fulfilled and then the next day I feel fine yeah and that's so cool that you can like you've got the self-awareness to realize that about yourself Mm. and then you can yeah you can set yourself up for better success by buying the snack size or whatever it is because sometimes we just set ourselves up for failure yeah, absolutely like, right. Oh, I buy like, you know, a whole tub of ice cream, but I have a little bit every day. And it's, and it's like, like bitch, you know that you're not going <laughs> And it's like, that's okay. And that's what you're saying with the COVID it. pantry. Like, yeah. Your pantry was full of all the shit you love. And so you're just going to fucking eat it. Yep. Um, so go back to, sorry, I keep interrupting you because I'm just like bouncing off. No, that's you. okay. We're just like, no, I love this yeah. conversation already. It's so good. But um, yeah, so after I went through, you know, some disordered eating patterns and stuff like that I started looking at those one percenters and really just like refining them and again it was a lot of trial and error there as well like literally when we were in the peak of lockdown like I didn't have any workout equipment at all and my bedroom was like three by three meters like Mm -hmm. I've since moved house but like we were in lockdown for so many times oh my god yeah you didn't even experience that I forgot it was just Melbourne so if anybody like doesn't know because I don't know where most of your audience is from US and UK that's so fucking cool yeah (laughs) well yeah even like for you guys Melbourne was in lockdown for like ever 
literally <laughs> what felt like fucking forever. It was like a year and a half straight almost. But y'all went in, then out, then in, then out, and then and in it was for like a you guys sh- are out, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we tricked you, <laughs> and it was just I was watching from afar. I was like, we're literally two hours on a plane away. And you guys are just like a different country. Oh, it was fucked. It was horrible. Like there was times where I don't know. Did you guys have curfews at all? I don't. Sorry think to bring so. up COVID because it's probably just like not a triggering time for some people, but it's just a shit time to talk about. But <laughs> we were literally we had a curfew where we wouldn't go out of our house. We weren't allowed to go out of our house after eight p.m. or nine p.m. Like do? you would you would get arrested and fined if you were out of your house past eight or nine p.m. No, that doesn't stop the spread. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It just made everyone depressed. <laughs> Anyway, so I literally had no equipment. I was in my three by three meter bedroom with, and mind you, I had like a desk in there, a bed in there. So I was literally working out in like on your bed, <laughs> fucking basically like it was literally like where that blue chair is. You guys can't see this, but from where that bl- blue chair is to the couch and that wall, like that was basically all That's I like had. Two meters. Yeah, literally like two. Yeah, yeah, That's two square meters. Fast. So I was literally doing hit workouts in my room. Yeah, like that was all I had, and like. This comes back to like, well, not comes back to, but like the point I want to make is like work with what you've got. Like you don't have, have to have all the fancy workout gear. You don't have to go to the most bougie gym or like, I don't know, like whatever your thing is or excuse is like you can make do with what you've got and it might be harder. It might not be exactly what you want, but like once you start, it's kind of like a ripple effect. Like you've just got to get the ball rolling first. Yeah. And I want to interrupt you again. Sorry, this keeps just... Go for it. I have these points that I want to, like, ask you about. (laughs) And I think it's super funny. And I let you drink your water because you've been rambling and I'm fucking here for it. Like, I just love it. So please go on a tangent as many times as you want because I'm fucking here for it. But (laughs) there's going to be someone listening going, oh, but I can't afford it. I can't Mm. afford, like, the gym pass or I can't afford an online coach or whatever... And I don't want to say the excuse because for some people it's true. Like, things are are looking tough at the moment. If you don't know, I work in a pharmacy and there's... I have customers who come in and they can't even afford their medications so life is hard for some people and it really is going work with what you've got like yeah. stop seeing these girls and if it's us if we're the girls that you see on social media who are like we've got coaches and we're promoting our coaching like, and we literally came from that like literally. we came from that place as well and it's like it, it doesn't always have to be like that but you've got to meet yourself where you're at and like mm. not set these super high expectations for yourself expectations is a big thing as well because it's like if you set the bar so high but it's honestly not achievable for you like I'm all for aiming big and all the things but if there's something that you're wanting that is not attainable yet and it's actually really out of reach like chunk it down like what can you do to get there break it down because otherwise you're just going to end up disappointed and then not feel motivated fall off the wagon and not do anything about it and stay exactly where you are so I want you to use Abby and myself as like for us to validate the fact that you might not be able to afford it and if you can just go to Kmart or Walmart or whatever fucking your local shop is, Tesco's, wherever the fuck you are, and get a fucking like kettlebell and do that workout in your room, workout in your garden, or get the ten dollar world gym pass, whatever it is. Or like walking is free. To. Also, walking like walking is, is so good yes. for mental health as well. Like yes. walking is fucking free. Yeah. And it's just like that is like not an attack, but like I'm just quite a direct person. Like, Unless it's I'm snowing. loving, but also direct. Unless yeah. it's snowing, don't walk, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Look, probably not. Do some push-ups and sit-ups <laughs> in your room. That's that's ah. literally what I was doing. Yeah, like. and it comes back to that. It comes back to the fact that you were just working with what you've got. Exactly, and I think it's just like you might see people doing like workouts on Instagram or whatever, and you'd be like, "Well, I don't know how to do that." It's like, "Well, you don't know how to do it yet," but like you've mm-hmm. got to start somewhere. So if like I'm pretty sure everybody can like do a sit-up or a crunch or a version of that yes. or like a version, yes, a push-up on the wall, a push-up on your bed, a push-up on your knees, like whatever it is, and 
even like try find people on Instagram that are kind of I don't want to say at your level that's the wrong terminology but, but like, almost presenting at your level yeah does that make sense like in the same sort of realm as you are like in the same sort of but even if they're not at your level they're giving regressions or variations yeah. or providing with the education that is at your kind of experience yeah mm. yeah exactly because otherwise you can be looking at these people that are doing things that like really don't benefit <laughs> you at all and then you're like oh my god i'm not doing that i'm not doing that but it's like you actually don't have to literally if you don't have to do a push-up and then you're watching somebody do a fucking clean and jerk and you're or like, like a like a superman push-up yeah. and they like lift themselves yeah and I'd like, i can't even do a full big girl push-up like yeah so don't <laughs> follow workouts on instagram that are doing superman push-ups yeah. um because if you can't do a push-up on your knees you're probably not going to succeed yeah <laughs> And yeah, something else that I've, um, I actually made an Instagram post on it today. It's like, there's not only one way to do things either. Mm. So like, for example, for me, like I really love strength training and like, I know you do as well. Like we love getting strong, but it's like, if you actually love running, if you love your cardio, if you love Pilates, like you can do that. And on top of that, it's the phase of life that you're in. So for example, I went through a running phase, which, but anyway. Oh my um, God, same. (laughs) I've just come out of it. I'm like, what was that? (laughs) Sorry, Addy. Anyway. (laughs) And then I also went through a boxing phase. Yes. I loved boxing. I went through a big Pilates stage for like four weeks. Get it? Are you Beck Stewart? Stop this right now. She's amazing. Anyway, sorry. I'll I'll link her episode down below. It's from like four years ago though. It's from like, 12 months ago (laughs) (laughs) but yes facts like you get to just have fun like with your Mm -hmm. workouts and just enjoy what you're doing fitness is just fun it doesn't have to be a chore and I think like what you said like everyone has I think you might have worded it a bit differently but like your current life situation or the the phase or the stage of life that you're at is so important as well because it's like if you've just had a baby or you've just gone through it yeah what season you're in like you've got to meet yourself there Mm. you've got to meet yourself there because yeah, we can use things as excuses and stuff like that, but it's like there are some things that are actually going on that like might be out of your control and might actually be limiting, but it's like work like you can work around yeah. it. You so can go work back to your it. season of she's in the room, she's in her three by three, two by two, <laughs> fucking doing her star jumps, doing her wall push ups and things. Literally, I was freaking doing high knees in my bedroom. <laughs> my parents were putting my squat jumps. My parents were like, "Why is this bitch shaking their house?" God, you were living in an apartment. Oh my god. You would have gone through the floor. <laughs> oh, literally, oh my god. So yeah, I started doing that and then I started really like finding my passion for fitness again, which was so cool because I've, yeah, again, always been someone that's been really active and stuff like that. So when I came back to that, I was like, I'm going to get some workout equipment and um, yeah, I still live with my parents and I was living with them at the time. So they helped me like get some workout equipment and stuff, which like bless them was so good. So yeah, I really started getting into like weights and strength training then um and I also met my boyfriend through COVID as well which was just like amazing to have a little like support buddy it was through like a friend of a friend no No, it actually wasn't Tinder no it wasn't it was through like a friend of a friend (laughs) (laughs) we're so Tinder anyway yeah friend of a friend yeah and he was um he's an MMA fighter so he's like really into fitness and like working out and everything as well so that really helped me like get back into it too like I think one of the first conversations we were having it was like on Snapchat I don't use it anymore but like it was I don't on use Snapchat, Snapchat anymore hey I just 
fucking hate it. No yeah, offense to anyone that uses Snapchat, just not but for it's me. Just, no, it's not for me. But we were talking on Snapchat and we we're sending each other videos of us doing like pistol squats. See, that's what like Snapchat one, like, is supposed to be used for. You're supposed to send like n- naked videos. Yeah, they were like, this is me doing my superman push up. <laughs> this, this is me doing handstands in my three by three meter bedroom. This is me doing a pistol squat. Hey, do you want to see me do a headstand? That's not even sad. That's actually iconic. I love that. It was so fucking funny. So yeah, that was how our relationship started. Sending each other videos of us working out. So yeah, he was like a massive help during that time um, as well. But I don't want to credit like everything to him because no. obviously I did it myself. But yeah, again, it was like really amazing to have someone in my life that helped like bring that out of me even more. Um, but yeah, I don't want anyone to, I guess, fall into the excuse of like, I don't have a boyfriend that helps me. I don't have a friend that will go to the gym with me. Like, yes, that makes it easier. But again, meet yourself where you're at. And it's like, the choice and the movements to us to come from you anyway, because you can have somebody that is like being the best, their best self, going to the gym, eating good, all the things. But if you're not actually making that decision to do it for yourself, it'll actually end up making you feel shit because you're not doing it. So mm. it's like, there's that element too. Like it does have to come from you. Yeah. Um, so once I went through all of that and I ended up losing like eight or nine kilos or something, wow. um, is I kind healthy of weight, weight, sorry. It was... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, so I was a little bit overweight when I started the fitness journey. So I came back down, but I almost got obsessed with losing the weight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get yeah. at. Is sometimes you can get... Like, that's where I got to, where I was like, I'll keep going and I'll keep going and I'll keep going. And I was like, the, I don't need to keep going. You get the compliments from people. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, you look so good. What are you doing? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I know. I look good. Like, and then you kind of just fall into this trap of like, I want to go further, further, further. Like, I want more compliments. Mm-hmm. I want people to know... Um, and it never got to a place where it was like really unhealthy or I was really restrictive or anything like that, which like, I'm so thankful for. Like I picked up on it quite early. Um, but yeah, instead of, I, at that time I was kind of, I wasn't calorie counting cause I don't, I don't like calorie counting, but because I had calorie counted before I was very aware of the calories mm-hmm. I was eating and I was making food decisions based on the calories rather than how it made me feel and like my energy levels and things like that. So once I got to, I guess, like, my lowest weight, we'll just call it, um, I was like, well, what do I do now? Like, I've achieved the weight loss. I feel like my mental health had improved so much. And that was, like, one of the biggest results as well. Like, yes, I lost the weight and I felt amazing. But, like, I felt so much clearer in the head. I was so much happier to be around. Like, I remember my mum saying to me, like, you're so much, like, nicer to be around. (laughs) Like, and it just improved all my relationships and things like that. So... I'm going to actually sidetrack a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think focusing on... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
those mindset shifts and like the way you feel is so so powerful rather than just focusing on the aesthetics and how you look because it's like the results won't come straight away like whether it's weight loss whether it's strength whether it's aesthetics like they won't come straight away but if you focus on how good you feel after a workout or how good you feel after you eat like a nourish bowl or something that is like actually fulfilling for your body it's like once you hone in on that it like keeps you going because you can you can feel it so i'd love for you to compare the your goals for when you first started your fitness journey we're talking like way back when Mm -hmm. to your goals now just so you can give the listener kind of yeah a view of how far you've kind of moved yeah so definitely at the start it was weight loss and wanting to look good and wanting to feel better in myself more confident all the things and it was very much just like I want to be the smallest version of myself like I want to be I want to be a skinny toned blonde <laughs> Sorry, bitch. I want to get toned toned I want to be a skinny toned blonde bitch um you're still a bitch yeah <laughs> and I'm still blonde in case you were wondering um and then now it is yeah all about strength all about performance all about challenging myself I actually recently just did a 10 kilometer Spartan race can I comment on this bitch you do this whole okay guys I'm gonna like narrate the narrate narrate the Spartan race that I saw online for you so this is Abby she's imagine like your monkey what's it monkey climbing monkey bars monkey bars yeah she's on the monkey bars fucking the poor guy next to her is like trying his best and she's just like zoom and then the next one no serious I swear to god the poor guy next to you falls off you get back on again he gets falls off and then you're just like zoom the next one and then there's another one where you're like jumping over like a wall and you hear a lady going oh I don't think I can do that one all you see is Abby just going over and like fucking flipping off and then the cunt she just does a backflip at the end I was just like shut the fuck up it was literally the best thing I've ever seen in my life yeah someone at the end was like show off I loved it I loved it I was like that is how I want to do a Spartan if I was to ever do one like if you're gonna do it like fucking do it like that I loved it literally so I love challenging myself now and it's all about yeah the way I feel like how you're so strong thank you thank you like I literally am looking I've been trying I've been like literally like perving her muscles it's actually not okay but seriously like this is the thing though sorry if I made you uncomfortable um (laughs) but this is the thing like it gets to be so fun yeah and it gets to be so just like enjoyable and you get to enjoy going to the gym yeah literally and then yeah I think when you focus on those performance goals or like the mindset shifts and the way you feel like it makes it so much more fun because then it comes from a place of like I get to work out I want to work out for me rather than like I have to work out to lose weight and look skinny or like whatever like I don't know if you guys can tell the difference between that but it's like one's very heavy and then one's very like light and fun and it's like that makes the biggest difference like I get to versus I have to and it also when you have conversations with the general population about weight loss there is that connotation that it is hard Mm. and that it takes cutting everything out and when you talk to especially like this is a huge generalization but the older population they think no carbs no fucking calories no this no no that no sugar (laughs) like what are you eating I have to have shakes (laughs) for breakfast lunch and dinner like oh no I don't mind one shake but like no (laughs) yeah shakes are fine on top of normal meals literally like how do you like Sorry, this might be gross, but are you not like shitting yourself? Like, if you have three shakes a day and no are food, fighting is that is that not running through you? Like, are you not racing to the toilet? Like, sorry, but like, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> um, but no, literally, and the fact that you know it's so hard and it's so gritty, and then when you get to a place of oh, actually, it's not that hard because 
I'm not here just to lose the weight. Yeah, and I was also going to say, like, you don't have to go to the gym just to lose weight. Mm. Like, the gym is so fucking good for your mental health, for your discipline, for your Mm. self-confidence. And I know that's something that you're so huge on. And Mm. it's just, like, it's so fucking true. Yeah. It's so fucking true. And, like, you speak about it as well. Like, once you get that discipline and that self-confidence in the gym, it translates to everything, right? it just fucks up everything that you do. Yeah, in the best best way. way. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's going to fuck you up, baby. Like... Oh, it's amazing. And I think that for me, it just taught me what I was capable of. Yes. You know, if I'm capable of doing this thing at 6am on a Monday in the gym, the rest of the day is piss easy. Mm -hmm. Like I literally got like, quote unquote, the hardest thing done, which for me wasn't that hard. It was like really, really (laughs) but what people perceive as the hardest thing done at six o'clock in the morning the rest of the day is piss easy. Or and then you feel you so good about yourself it. too. Mm. Like one, because you've achieved something and two, because like working out obviously like releases all the endorphins and stuff like that. And three, because it flares up your ego because you get to say I worked out this morning to other people. <laughs> when you go to uni and they're like, oh, what did you do this morning? I'm like, I worked out at 5 a.m. I just went to the gym. I just went on a hot girl walk. Yeah. Like, mm. So yeah, bitch, if you're at the gym or if you're about to go to the gym, just know we're like literally going to blow steam up your bum. Like, you're yeah. amazing. Go, bitch. Go, tell Go, bitch. Go, bitch. <laughs> wait, there's a song that I just... I, okay, wait. Pause for a second. Not actually pause, but like false pause. I need to tell you all about a song. It is called Sis, You A Bad Bitch 2.0. Oh. Shariah Wise. If you need a hype up, That's other than it. this podcast, go listen to that. <laughs> other than this? <laughs> no, okay, I'll go listen to it next gym it session. Literally, I'm back in Melbourne. I'm going to play it for you guys right now. Oh my God. It's really bad. Hold on. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the whole song. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Sis. Anyway. Back so to good. Yeah, it's so good. So, so, so good. So, you're getting out of COVID yet? Yes. So, yeah, once I started focusing on the strength and all the things, we actually, Melbourne came out of lockdown for a little bit, so gyms, like, opened back up. Um, so, I joined a gym, and that was really weird because I hadn't been to a gym since I was, like, 16 or something. I had to go there for rehab for like my knee and stuff, but that's like a whole nother thing. Um, but we're not getting into that today. No, that's just like a whole long thing. I think I have a podcast episode on it over on mine. I think it's like the first one. So, but yeah, anyway, um, I joined to a gym and it was really weird. Really, really weird. (laughs) Tell us about your really weird gym experience. (laughs) It was just like, you go in there and you're like, what the fuck do I do? Like, what do these machines do? What is everything? So like, I think at the start, it's hard to remember back to it, to be honest, because it was literally like, three years ago now or like two and a half years ago was it gym anxiety yeah a hundred percent so it's like you watch like all the workout videos on instagram to see what to do or like whilst you're working out yeah Mm. yeah literally or you just like go walk on the treadmill and kind of like watch everyone um but a really good place to start is because i was working out at home too and i was using free weights i kind of knew what to do with the free weights but even if they scare you like using machines are fine Mm. and like they've got pictures on the sides and stuff like that and I remember like going over to machines and being like, oh my God, I don't know how to use this. This is so embarrassing. And then you get really flustered and like, you just don't know what to do. You end up leaving. Yeah, you end up leaving. But it's like, you can actually take your time. Like nobody, nobody's watching you. And if they are like, why are they not focusing on their own workout? Like the, like, you know what I mean? So just look at the pictures, see what they do. Or like you can look up like YouTube stuff or Instagram stuff or whatever. So machines are a great place to start. Um, I was using like, you know, dumbbells and stuff like that. And then eventually I transitioned over to like, barbell squats deadlifts hip thrusts all that sort of thing but it did take a bit of time to build up that confidence and I think you've got to accept the fact that they're gonna look ugly Mm -hmm. they're gonna feel weird you're gonna be lifting light and like 
it's probably just going to feel not shit, but like you're going to feel like you shit at it. Yeah. Well, I'm actually, I don't know if I wrote this. Where did I write this? I've written the next thing that I'm about to say somewhere. So if you've heard it before, please tell me where I've written this. (laughs) But basically it's like when you first were learning, I don't know, I was learning how to skateboard, right? And my mum was mortified and she was like, you need to put every fucking pad on every aspect of your body and a helmet and like, you know, you need to be holding onto my hands and like all of the things. But when I was learning how to skateboard, I felt so dumb. I was like, mom, everyone's looking at me like, oh my God, mom. And she was like, no, it's fine. She's, anyway, and now I know how to skateboard. So it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, literally. When you go into the gym for the first time, you're going to need your elbow pads, you're going to need your knee pads, you're going to need a helmet, you're going to need to like hold your mum's hand and you're going to just have to look dumb and you're going to have to accept that you're learning. And as an yeah. adult, we don't learn things. Mm-hmm. We don't ever learn. And I, obviously you do because you've fucking transcended so many levels, oh my God, in terms of your business and life. But general population, we finish high yeah, school. Yeah, I think it's very it, like accepted yeah. and I guess normalised to not learn and just do the same shit day in, day out mm. for years on end, which and is like... That's boring in my opinion. And then the gym comes around and it's like, hey, bitch, you don't know how to do this. And it makes you feel just like paralyzed and stuck. And you're like, oh my God, like I don't. That's actually a really good um, point to bring up because it's like when you're like, I don't know, bettering yourself or like going on your fitness journey, like you obviously want everything to feel good. Like you want to feel better. You want to look better, all the things. But it's like, if it feels shit at the start, like there will be a period where you're you know, you're doubting yourself or it does feel shit. It does feel weird because it's new, like because it's new and new things will feel icky or weird or stuff at the start, but then you'll get better at them. Right. And then it'll start to feel easier and better. And that feeling never changes. And I want to give some context for, you know, you might be listening to this going, well, Angel and Abby, you guys have, you know, passed your gym anxiety. Like you don't get it. And I want to actually use my business as an example in that I still get elements of that where I'm like, Oh fuck hard mm. and there are things that I'm really struggling with and there are parts that make me feel anxious or paralyzed whatever feeling that I'm experiencing and I just want to tell you that it never kind of leaves you're always going to learn a new skill yeah and you, it's always going to come up in a different area of your life yeah absolutely and even like I was meeting up with like one of my friends who was a PT at their gym and it's like quite a bigger gym than the one I go to and even going to that like guys I'm a PT and I've been going to the gym now consistently for like Two years, three years. Mm-hmm. I went into this like big warehouse gym. Like, was it Derriman? Kind of a no, nah, it wasn't. Oh. It was Powerhouse. Okay. It was like a bit of a meat heady <laughs> gym. Oh my god, people from Melbourne are gonna be like, <laughs> no. <yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> I went into this big warehouse gym, and there's just yeah a lot of um, other personal trainers there that film like content, a lot of bodybuilders and stuff like that. So like everyone there like knows their shit. I didn't know how any of these machines worked. And there was, I swear, like 300 machines. And I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, guys, I literally experienced gym anxiety. Like, wow. And that was like, that was probably two or three months ago or something like that. So like very recent. And like, it's actually just okay. Like, it's actually okay. And I actually need to make like a promise to myself. I keep saying that I'm going to go back to that gym and I'm going to do a workout just so I can like experience that gym anxiety again and like work through it. Because yeah. I think it's really important to like, I guess relate to where like the people that are probably listening to this are coming from mm. because sometimes it's so easy because I'm used to my gym to be like, oh, I'm past that. But then if I go into a different gym, I still experience. So did you experience that on Europe at all? Like in different gyms or not really? Um, I guess I was very blessed because I had Tom there. But when Tom wasn't there, I realized in Europe that they're very heavily male focused mm. gyms. Um, so overseas, 
you wouldn't see a woman doing a bench press. Yeah. And it, that's really weird to me because in the gyms in the Gold Coast, like every, it's so everybody works out, everybody lifts weights, especially for upper body. And so I, there were points where Tom was, you know, in another area of the gym and I did feel like, oh my gosh, this is like making me a little bit nervous. And then I almost flipped it on, a, on its head and I was like, oh, but if I'm here, I might actually influence another woman to come here. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so that was really, really cool. But I also wanted to note that if you're experiencing gym anxiety or even for yourself, Abby, there's actually no rush for you to kind of go through this stage. Yeah. Like you don't have to overcome your gym anxiety tomorrow, next week, next month. Like just take your time with it and let yourself really just go through the feelings. Yeah. And I think it's just like looking at ways to help support yourself through this feeling as well, because it's not about making the feeling go away because the feeling in itself is perfect and fine. And like, it's it's whatever like it's actually okay it's the feeling's not a bad thing at all so just like ask yourself the question and ponder on like how can you actually support yourself through this feeling so whether it is going with a gym partner whether it is planning out your workout before you go whether it is saving a workout on instagram or youtube or whatever it is like just find little ways to work smarter not harder yeah and like yeah help support yourself and again meet yourself where where you're at like if we come back to what we were speaking to earlier which I think, yeah, is really important. Set yourself up for success. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So now you're kind of at this position where you feel really confident and really fulfilled. So tell me how the sustainability came into it. Yeah, that's a good one. I think it's, I can see your notes is like talking about failing in the next bit, which is just, yeah, a great thing. I think that it's just inevitable that there's going to be points where, whether it's like something happens in your life that you can't control or you miss a workout or like you fall off the wagon or whatever like that's just inevitable and it's going to happen and that doesn't matter as much as like how you deal with it does that make sense yeah, like sense. it's not what actually happens but it's how you deal with what happens so it's like how long does it take for you to like pick yourself back up and like keep on going like do you like we we're saying before like dig yourself all the way down to the bottom of the well and like wait for the trampoline to come back up or do you just fall down one step get up and like mm. keep climbing you know what I mean? So Do you believe in failure? Not really. Okay, go on. Not this. really. Because I have an opinion of it. I still haven't kind of finalized my opinion. Of I it. think I'm. I think I'm similar. Um, have you heard Riley's opinion on? Yeah. So yeah. for those who don't know, there's a business coach called Riley Mace. She has an opinion on failure um, that it just doesn't exist, basically, and that it all comes down to expectations. Yeah. In her opinion, and I think my opinion too now. Okay. Um. Because it's just like if you set yourself an expectation and then you don't fulfill it or you don't achieve it, then it's like that's failure, right? Mm. So it's like if you not necessarily remove the expectations in a sense, yes, but I think it's also good to have a goal to work towards and that might sound... That's my issue with her definition. I think it's like you've just got to see the... It sounds a bit contradicting and it might be a bit like washy wishy-washy sorry for people to understand but it's like you want to be realistic in your goals and allow like wiggle room I guess yeah does that make sense so like not having like your self-worth so caught up in like the expectation that you've set for yourself because it's like if you don't achieve it how are you going to feel about yourself if it's like that's like the the be all and end all so I think it's just not making it that I'd love to give context to this so you know listeners would be more gym based and I think an example would be say if I had a client and she went to the gym and she just felt panicky and decided she needed to go home. For her, that would be failure. Mm. But if she went the next day, she actually just removed that failure 
and it actually became a win. Yeah, and I think it's like whether you define it as failure or not, I don't think it matters too much. Yeah. But it's like the connotation that you give to failure. It's like how much do you let it affect you? Like, yeah, is your self worth like caught up in that? And it's like if you do get really panicky, like just to go back to the example for context, like if you do get really panicky and then go home, like is that a failure or were you just really panicky? Mm. And then the cool thing is there, then you can go into why was I feeling panicky? Was I not prepared enough? Was there like, you know, whatever like the thing might be, you get to go into the why and kind of like nut it out a bit more so that you can be more set up and prepared for next time to maybe potentially and hopefully avoid that happening again. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think... I would love to finish this on the point of the habits and that's really what you were talking about is the one percenters and understanding that you can't this is what the whole podcast is about really that's I don't know if you know why I started that gym girl was because of that whole that girl trend and it was like I wanted to be that gym girl and I wanted to be her and I was just so obsessed and it made me realize two things firstly every girl is that gym girl like you're all bomb ass bitches it's a mindset like fucking I love you and secondly that it doesn't just happen overnight yeah and you don't get to become this person overnight it is those one to one percenters and there is this quote that a lot of coaches or people you see online will say it's you know if you want to be that person you need to move like her now and that's mostly true but it's more of the fact that you just try a little bit harder and harder to be like her every day yeah yeah Mm. absolutely and it comes back to like meeting yourself where you're at and it's like if you're currently not, I guess, eating the best, like, as in terms of, like, it's not making you feel the best, it's not, like, helping you achieve your goals, like, that, that sort of sense. Um, and if you're not working out at all, then saying, like, you know, I'm going to eat this, this, and this every single day, and I'm going to go to the gym every single day, like, guys, don't do that, but I'm just using it for context. That's not realistic at all. So you've got to meet yourself where you're at, and it's like, oh, well, I'll go for a walk three times a week, or I'll go to the gym three times a week, yeah. or whatever, and, like, taking those steps and making it incremental. Um, because the thing is, that's going to be key for sustainable change as well. Yeah. Like, if you go, like, really hard, like, you go ham, you go 100%, it's like, in a week or two, you're going to be burnt out as fuck, and then you're going to go back to, you know, what you were doing before, and then you're going to feel guilt, you're going to feel shame, and then you're stuck. Again. Oh my god, I just had a mind blown. So you know that quote, what literally this is what you you just said. You know when people are like, oh, it's a marathon, not a sprint? Mm. I've never really like thought too deeply into that. But I'm a very visual person. And after Abby was just talking, or while she was talking, I imagined like let's just use fucking me as an example. I'm doing a hundred meter sprint and then I burn out and I'm fucking exhausted. And then I have to walk back to the start of the mm. hundred meter sprint. And then I have to go again and I run it with all my might, go as fast and as fast as I can. I get to the finish line, but then I have to go back to the start again. Yeah. Whereas with a marathon, you're just consistently going. And it's like a flow. And then you it's get like to the flow. end and that's it. You just end and, you know, life isn't ending. It goes fucking forever. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's so true. And like marathon runners, like they literally can't sprint, can they? No. Like they have to go at a sustainable jogging pace. So it's like, what is your sustainable jogging pace? In life. Yeah, yeah, and whether that's in a gym sense or whatever, it's like, yeah, how can you create, like, this flow? And make it as easy as possible for yourself as well. Like, when we're talking about habits, that's, like, the key, really. It's, like, how can you make whatever habit that you want to get into, let's just say it's, like, going to the gym three times a week. How can you make that as easy as possible for yourself? So when are you going to go? How long are you going to go for? What days are you going to go on? Like, 
plan it all out. Where is your gym wear? <laughs> yeah, where is your gym wear? If you're going like straight after work, take your clothes to work with you. If you're doing it first thing in the morning, set your clothes out like the morning before. <laughs> if you're going after work and you think you're coming home and then going to the gym, I'm you gonna just tell not. you you're not. <laughs> you are not. You're coming home and you're staying home. Yeah, no, literally you are not. So it's like, how can you make it as easy as possible for yourself? And then also like flipping it and looking at the distractions mm. and being like, how can I make these distractions as hard to reach as possible does that make sense so like if your phone is like a huge distraction for example let's say like put the freaking time limits on it or like put it in another room like whatever you whatever you've got to do and it doesn't have to be that but just whatever distraction it is for you yeah I love that well this kind of comes to the culmination the end of the podcast it's hard to think I think it's been like 40 minutes we could just like go forever couldn't we we should literally like do an event together because this is fucking ridiculous coming soon I know I should do it oh my god wait I should do a that gym girl community event in Melbourne (gasps) oh my god I saw that that's so exciting when is that uh two weeks I was like oh my god I should come back up I know literally (laughs) oh my god I would die but yeah, maybe I'll think about that. Ooh. Yeah, that's really exciting because, yeah, we're getting there. I don't Ooh. know if there's, any, if there's any Melbourne gals, please reach out to me and I will consider doing an event in Melbourne for just a small group of ladies. That'd Ooh. be fucking insane. Maybe, guys. Maybe come Oh, my soon. God. Okay, watch the space. Anyway, Abby, what's next? What's going on for you? What's moving? Oh, my gosh. So I'm currently doing a 12-week challenge at the moment with a couple of amazing girls. Um, that's going through a little bit of a rebrand a little little bit of a refurbish Um, yes we're coming out uh we're relaunching it in april i say we like i've got a team it's just me (laughs) me with the podcast i'm like yeah so us here at that gym girl oh i mean actually it's just me you know what i mean (laughs) so yeah it's gonna be based all around strength it's based all around sustainable healthy habits as well and like the mindset side of things too because that's honestly where like the key and the core is like you can be doing all the gym stuff all the food stuff but if your mindset isn't there then it's like just (laughs) don't worry about it basically so yeah that's really super exciting um and yeah I'm moving a lot more into that mindset space as well I think gym and mindset go like hand in hand yeah so um I really do want to keep them like coexisting and together at the moment if I move more into like predominantly mindset or something else in the future I'm not too sure yet but fitness and mindset combined and blended is kind of where it's at um and I'm also playing around with yeah like some hybrid training so combining in face and online as well because in person is just really really powerful but obviously online is really like convenient and accessible for a lot of people and I can reach people from all around the world so yeah that's really cool too that's so exciting Mm. and if you guys loved Abby as much as I do I was about to say we do (laughs) just me um (laughs) Us, all of us behind oh, me. The Christmas tree. Me and the, the Christmas tree. Yeah, as much as we did in my household. Um, please go spam her. Go give her a like. Go oh give her God, a follow. Thanks. She's amazing. What she does, what she preaches, her stories, everything is amazing. And she deserves all the love that she gets. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, this was God. so fun. Yeah, it was such a vibe, hey? Absolutely. When I come to Melbourne, actually, I'm thinking of coming to Melbourne in a few months. Oh, let me we'll know. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Abby 2.0. Done, done, Melbourne done. edition, bitches. Melbourne <laughs> edition. <laughs> okay, until next time, please do something for yourself. You're a fabulous bitch and you deserve all the goodness in the world. So please start today by doing one thing for yourself, whether it's a small little fucking caramello koala, a $5, probably $9 coffee now because they're getting more and more expensive oh God, every single day, right? or a fucking pedicure, whatever your budget allows or your energy allows, do it for you today. Slay. Okay, goodbye. Until bye. next time. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 